What is up, humans and mutants alike? My name is Kyle. I am with Danny. We are once again diving in to Dawn of X, going to New Mutants, issue number five this week. Now, the last two weeks have been uh, somewhat of a Nebraska kind of feel, if you get my vibe. A bit of a vacation to the, the deep north. Mm-hmm. Uh better uh, better strap in you know we're gonna bust out we're, we're putting away our our intergalactic spaceships and spacesuits and we're turning them in for overalls and tractors are you ready to read x <laughs> no we're done with that back to the space no it back takes to back space. to space damn it yeah <laughs> and that's where we are we're going back there for an issue unfortunately we're going to be back to nebraska next week or next issue yeah. which sucks yeah um but we'll see. Uh, but not this week, folks. We're back in space. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be fun. No more no more complaining about like these like bird babies that probably should be put to sleep or euthanized. And how uh, Angel Salvador is like just vomiting, vomiting stuff on the, on the, on the handcuffs, you know. That's not or, or, or food or things in general. How she talks about she just has to vomit to feed her children. You're like, oh, gross. Uh, but instead, we're talking about bird babies in the form of bird princesses, in the form of bird children. Yeah, sexy that are the offspring people. of uh, Charles Xavier. Yes, indeed. And we get we get uh, she gets hit on, which is going to be fun. Oh, you're, yeah. Well, uh, Warbird does. Yeah, Warbird. Warbird one of them does. Yeah, not 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 uh, Charles Xavier's kid. The other one. Not Xandra. Xandra would. Uh, no, gar- uh, uh, what is it? Gladiator wouldn't stand for that for a second. He'd snap you in half. <laughs> yeah, he would. You'd be dead. Don't you talk to my queen like that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the only bird people I want to hear about this week is the ones in the Shi'ar Empire, and I am excited because we're gonna get into some real good action with the Shi'ar. Yes, we are. And we got uh, Hickman at the helm again. Uh, and Reese doing the work, doing the work of art. Um, it doesn't look like there's an Inker credited. It's just those two. So that's cool. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. I wonder if Reese, Reese is doing the colors as well, the painting. Um, it does kind of have that because Reese was doing it um, in issue two, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Because it, if you look at some of the paneling, it does kind of have that that weird, um, I guess you could say that weird vibe that Reese had in the original ones. Oh, remember, yes. especially in this first panel is very akin to that one that where it like pops out and it feels unna- unnatural and kind of like contrasts itself too roughly. Yeah, then, yeah. Most of the issue, it's really good. It's really spot on artwork. It's just there's every now and then there's these occasional panels that feel kind of cartoony and maybe that's supposed to imply much more of a, a comical vibe. And they're using that as a visual representation, but man, it just—it's still just rough. Yeah, it is. Um, it seems to be the style um, that he's going for, for sure, which works for the comics. Sometimes it doesn't work as well as other times, but still works overall for the most part, I think. Oh yeah, but I mean, even in the first page, like it hurts kind of the realism because, like, look where Gladiator is staring out that uh, into space through that window. That doesn't yeah. look like a window. That looks like a poster. That it does look like a poster. poster. Oh yeah. man, you know, I didn't see it until you mentioned that, but now I can't unsee it. And it just looks yeah. like it's like, let me look at my wall. <laughs> he's 
just looking at his mom's house. He's you like, remember the images from the '90s that are like stare at him and watch your let your eyes uh, go unadjusted or like unadjust, and then you see the image in it. It pops out. I feel like he's doing that. Like that's what it looks like. Like he's trying to see the image hidden in the image. It's a schooner. <laughs> you idiot! It's a sailboat. <laughs> schooner is a sailboat. Oh man, get a wall. He goes. Was it the Easter Bunny? Is it real? Yeah. <laughs> you <Damn. are> <laughs> Your parents lied to you. <laughs> oh, Mallrats. That was such a good part. Oh, oh that's good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. But yeah, he is. Thank you for running that image for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that art vibe that kind of style that was a kid yeah. that panel that we were like, well, this panel feels really rough in New Mutants uh, of issue two. But then you go through the rest of it and you'll see in like a few pages, there's going to be like this one scene where Calark is looking out the window in like the city of the Shi'ar or in the Shi'ar Empire's like capital city. And it looks dope. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of, it has a lot of perspective and a lot of bend to it and a lot of angle. So it's mm-hmm. like, what? Hell happened in the first page that couldn't have been just used here, <laughs> or th- what happened here that couldn't have been used in the first page, you know? Yeah. You see, like an artist who who is like so sporadic or so radical in in their in their page progression. Yeah, definitely. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, overall, you might get a lot of bad stuff, but I, I like that he's like trying new things. I agree that the uniqueness is definitely on point and it does make it kind of stand out in a, in a fresh way. But at the same time, it's like, sometimes it hurts. It hurts sometimes. Because then those issues, like, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll struggle to remember that dope scene of him standing in the throne room versus that weird scene where he's staring at what appears to be a poster of space. <laughs> like I'll remember <laughs> that much better than I'll remember the other part. Right. That's the outcome. Then the artist is doing something wrong. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah 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 i get where you're coming from i agree i agree it hurts a lot of the time but sometimes you get some gold some abstract gold but but nonetheless let's dive into this you ready you ready to dive in i'm excited and hickman loves to write he loves to write real good exposition so let's just let's let's tear in hickman's good could speed up because it feels like it's been a long time it feels like we spent way too much time in nebraska and it feels like forever it feels like almost as long ago that we were reading uh new mutants in issue two in space as long ago as it was that we were reading uh house of powers of x <laughs> like it probably was yeah yeah, it's probably close. Probably close <laughs> to about the same time. Yeah. Um, let's get into this, because this is this is great. It's going to be good. Okay. All right. So we start off in space, and we got Sunspot just kind of a... Uh, he's kind of giving us, like, narration of what's going down, what's been going down. He's kind of catching us up, because like you said, it felt like a lifetime since we've seen these characters. Um, yeah, and he's like, just... <laughs> yeah, it's like here. This is what's happened. This is what's going on, pretty much. And he's just like, he's all like, more or less. He's like, me and my friends, we went to space. We got into a little bit of trouble. And speaking of the rules, you know, I hired the space lawyer. He's terrible. I hired him to do a job that he didn't do and whatnot. 
And then he's like, luckily my best friend and his and his woman broke me out of prison. And he's just like, I'm glad she got us out of jail. Uh, if it's between you and me, I, th- I think you could I think do better. You, you could do better. <laughs> but she got me out of jail, so she, she gets a pass. It's I'm all like, good. So she's yeah. a good, savage, a classy woman. You know, that's all it takes for him. It's like, oh, you did something to benefit me. Yeah, I like you. Yeah, it's pretty. That was pretty savage, but I like. I like that. I like how how fucking just black. <laughs> fucking straightforward he was how blunt he was where he's just like i I think you could have done better than this girl but you know what she helped me out so i'll give her i'll give her a nod i'll say you're 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 a-okay in my book kiddo (laughs) yeah (laughs) um he's talking about their kid and uh did you i didn't know that sunspot knew i thought he just found out that they had a kid but he's acting he's like yeah i got i got this uh they have a kid. He's like my grandson or godson. I give him gifts. I don't know. I could have. I could have uh, cured world hunger, but I gave him a lot of gifts. Who knows? Yeah, Something he said like he could have made a debt in like uh, world hunger issues across a lot of nations, and he's like, yeah, but whatever, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking spoil this kid. I think we did know about him. It's just you and I weren't familiar with it. I think it was yeah. a reveal to us personally, but gotcha. as the as the story or the canon behind uh, uh, Cannonball, the canon behind Cannonball, I didn't even mean to do that, but the canon behind Cannonball states that they did have a kid going into this. They did a kid. I knew the last I saw, like I said, I think was Hickman's Avengers: New Avengers. They showed up for like a quick minute, like a quick, quick minute. I glanced back, like back in like what 2013 or something like that, when they started shoehorning him and Sunspot into the Avengers because they were just like, "We're just gonna make the mutants Avengers because then we can make money off of it." Yeah, and I like looked at that for a second, read one issue, and was like, "I'm done with this." And so that's the last time I had ever read anything about Cannonball before we got back into Dawn of X. So yeah, him having a kid and a, a wife and any of this stuff, and being Shiar Space, all quite a surprise. Yeah. You're like, wow, you got busy. And pretty much he's saying, like, now we're doing missions for this uh this dude that runs the Shiro Empire referring to Gladiator, pretty much. Yeah. Um and uh what else does he say? He, he says talks something about how like... the dude he Gladiator's super arrogant and he's like, that's coming he's super arrogant and uh he's an ass and incredibly arrogant. And he's like, that's coming for me. Where you type in Robert yes. Costa into your Google search or into your yes. search bar, and the the mm-hmm. cr- the immediate completion comes up is an ass or is incredibly is... arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what a way to paint a picture of like you really mean this. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And then he went on to kind of go like kind of hum his uh, his own tune a little more and say like you know. I would also like to amend in, like, uh, is devastatingly handsome and is mm-hmm. so rich can buy this search bar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good. Oh, that arrogance. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> and then he said, go ahead and search for daddy. I dare you. I don't even want to know what that means. <laughs> no. no, I don't oh. want to know what that means. Oh, good on that one. There's a lot of androgyny in that, and I'm like, back it away. <laughs> it's weird. Uh. Yeah, and uh, he, he keeps going on. 
about this mission. We get this cool kind of uh, panel of... Uh, I like this panel with the mentor and Oracle kind of back-to-back. Yeah. So, like this type of artwork where he's just kind of like... It even looks like watercolors for the background, and it blends in a lot with the, the colors of the character. And then the, the two kind of uh, are very complementary to one another. Yeah, they're layered on like what would, I would consider like like almost a Helen Frankenthaler esque kind of abstract art painting. Mm. Like it's real. It's real nice. I enjoy it, and I think this is great because it also it's, it it puts a visual representation in the opposing phil- philosophical uh, dichotomies that both of them hold, and like that how that that's kind of a thing that the Empire is having to deal with. It's like mm-hmm. a it's a secret, but he refers to it as an open secret open that secret. everybody yeah. knows about but doesn't talk about. And he says, like, in transitioning from there, you know, their their whole head of the show, Gladiator, like, put us on their own mission to, like, recover this crazy bird lady. I like how he, like, talks about her. And yeah. she just goes into this funny, like, breakdown of, like, what the mission is, but... He's more like saying, like, oh, wow, this lady's actually a lot hotter than I expected with her name. I thought something crazy. <laughs> and then he says something about her bird legs. It compares it to Cannonball, where he used to have kind of bird legs, but they were never on this level. <laughs> he said, even on his best day, Sam couldn't match these legs. <laughs> what a way to compliment this, like, really say you're into this woman while shitting on your friend. <laughs> it's great. Uh, oh, it's so good. It's... That's a, that's a good dialogue to represent Bobby's level of uh, of arrogance and bravado. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I love it. Good way to start an issue too. Always yeah. good to start. Oh, off great! With, yeah. With a Bobby recap, a sunspot cap, and and a a little just a side t- tidbit. Uh, Bobby wants you to know that Brazil Brazil has the highest number of endangered bird species of any country. On Earth, which I didn't know either, and I was like, "Wow, thanks, Snapple Fact. What are you doing in my X Men comic?" I guess she's a bird, and he's from Brazil, but I don't know. That's like a random showered thought, right there. Yeah, he tries to tie it into like, "Well, Brazilians love birds. They love protecting birds, and we love birds." So, I mean, I- I'm, I'm Brazilian. from Brazil. <laughs> they literally says, I'm from Brazil. This is this yeah. is a match made in heaven. I'm gonna fuck this bird lady because of that <laughs> logic. That is my logical breakdown to this. I'm fucking this bird lady. We, we, you're endangered. I have to procreate with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's totally what's going through his mind, isn't it? I'm a conservationist. I have to. <laughs> I'm doing this for my for my species, for my for my people, for my country. I, I'm stabilizing your ecosystem. Don't you understand? <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh good stuff so we're back to good stuff again this is oh, what yeah. this is what i want to see in my new mutants oh yeah uh but we cut to chandelier she are throne worlds and this is where we meet gladiator and this is that uh is this the the image yep. you're mentioning yeah exactly. look at that it's like night and day that's yeah just, it's just such a good pose it's it's got a lot of bend and depth to it like it feels like i'm really looking at like a panoramic view of something that actually curves around me instead of just like a poster on the wall 
And then above it, you even have that image that's like a pop-out that shows you like the whole view of the city from when we're closing in on it. And that feels good, like it has depth as well. So bizarre. But I really like this artwork. Even if you close in on its back with its um his cape and you see a lot of those weird, like kind of blurred lines. Yeah, the squiggles. Yep, yep. That don't look so good close up. Far away, no. great. Close up, weird. <laughs> ah, that doesn't look good. That's... Yeah. yeah. Okay. I Didn't see. notice that until just now. That's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, I take back 10% of what I said. About <laughs> just 10%? <laughs> yeah, just 10%. 90% of it, great. His cape, terrible. <laughs> His cape would close up upon terrible. But nonetheless, I still enjoy most of this artwork. Yeah, and uh, more or less, uh, Gladiator's just like any word, and 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 they're t- telling him that they got they got her Ladybird, and they're pretty much or Deathbird, uh, and Ladybird Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're on their way, more or less. They'll be here in two full cycles of travel, whatever that means. I, I'm assuming they mean like night and day cycles or yeah. maybe rotation. Solar Probably rota- solar rotations. Solar rotation. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. <laughs> as they rotate around their star, that might be considered a cycle. Usually that's what they go off of for planetary uh, doctrine. Um, yeah. But yeah, they break down that they've she's been acquired and they're heading out and they're en route with her and they're going to attempt to uh, rendezvous with us in two cycles and try to avoid any communication so no one knows about it. Because yeah. Yeah, Gladiator heightens that this is this is an important time, that this is going to be the part where if anyone's going to make a move, they're going to do it now. And <laughs> what a transition. Because now we go into Oracle making her move. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I'll I love it. Right into that. Gladiator's like, we got to be on high alert and let no one know about this. Like, they're, they're, they're basically out there on their own. So, like, if anyone's going to attack, this is when they're most vulnerable. And Oracle's like, that's great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for that information. Give Which me, I didn't yeah. expect from her. I thought she was going to be more of the voice of, of uh, kind of support and understanding transitioning into the old uh, empire because she had such a strong relationship with her mother. With uh, Lelandra. Right. She was a big advisor to Lelandra, but she doesn't want Lelandra's daughter to successfully take the throne, and she doesn't want Lelandra's line to strengthen it. Like, I get she probably has her woes against Deathbird, but this is a strange move for Oracle. This is a strange one, but uh, yeah, she essentially makes her move. And, uh, yeah, he's just all like, yeah, so they're going to be arriving in two cycles? Got it. Goes down to another room and pre- pre- essentially transmits a message to this strike team that we're going to learn about in a second. And it's like, so, yeah, two cycles. You got that? They're coming, more or less. It's just really, here's, she's like, here's, all she's the, just, here's all the security codes to get in the ship. Yeah. Here's the locations. Credit card tri- numbers. The travel pattern. There. There's their PayPal account, their eBay, their social security, everything you need. Yeah. You can all the Bitcoin. All the here's your Bitcoin login. <laughs> I got their Gmail password. Have fun. Ah, uh, that could open a lot right there. there yeah. Um, but yeah, she gives it to this uh, group called the uh, Death Commando Strike. She are Death Commandos. Death Commandos. Yeah, and they look. Uh, we got like a. 
insect man and we got a hawk guy and we got this like lizard armor dude and we got like a typical shiard person in the background it looks like um and a rock dude interesting uh-huh. and there's was... a dude who's just all it's like two pairs of hands and some uh some mist just oh yeah, that what that is? The I didn't see the hands. I just saw the smoke behind the guy. All right, there we go. We got hands, hand smoky thing. And Let's the rock see. dude's adjacent to a scroll who's like a cyber, a cyborg scroll. Looks like a cyborg scroll. Yeah, as we, we read about, we find out that that's a scroll who's been cybernetically implanted with a Shi'ar brain. So Shiar Brain pilots that scroll body. And apparently the bird dude who looks like some sort of wannabe eagle man or bird man, he is a mutated Shiar. So that's why he looks that way. So he's mutated further down the Shiar path, and that's why he's more bird. Okay. Is this on the page that's coming up in two, two pages or so that gives a list of all the people? I think that's the one that goes into it. But yeah, I think that's that's really... It from what I understand, just of looking at him, that stands out. Oh, did you notice on the rock guy that weird like amalgamation of like rocks on him? Does that look like a bunch of like tiny mouse mouses, like like computer mouses, mices, mices? Oh, but like yeah. on top of each other. At first, but, I was yeah. like, who, "Who's this wall of mice right here?" Or something I don't know what's going on. It's so bizarre. Yeah, I thought that was a person by itself. Like I was like, I hope they explain that weird amalgamation of computer peripherals. But then I'm like, oh, I think that's just the rock dude's arm that looks really funny. Yeah, I imagine it's just like dirt, dirt thing. And then one guy looks arm. like uh, was it uh, Deathstroke? <laughs> like a tiny version of Deathstroke. Deathstroke if he was Wolverine's height and build. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Assassinate some people, bub. And then I thought the Manus guy at first was like someone who was tied to uh, uh, a Nihilus. Oh, that would make sense. But then he's got too many arms, and yeah, no, he's a little different. But yeah, but yeah, let's let's dive into who these people are. Yeah, so ref- keep this page open as a reference. So the next page kind of goes into each individual. Oh, but we transition uh, with Oracle saying, "Kill her." Oh yeah, and and leave no one alive who sees you. Yes, pretty much. So that's their mission. Yeah. They're going to go and attack and try to kill Deathbird. Um, so they're like uh, the Shi'ar Death Commandos. They're like Super Guardians, pretty much, more or less. It exists uh, outside the Super Guardian privy. So the Guardians yeah. and the Super Guardians would be like the X-Men. The Shi'ar Death Commandos would be X-Force. Be like the X-Force, gotcha. That's cool. That's cool. And, um, is there anything? Uh... All right, let's just go into Black Cloak, the commander. Yeah. Black Cloak is the commander of the Shi'ar Death Commandos, and its chief strategist, believed to have been trained in the Shi'ar War Colleges. Colleges? Yeah. A Black Cloak often displays advanced tactics and ruthless efficiency that is the trademark of such an education. The weapons of Black Cloak are the Dekir, Dekiri, or Dekir. Yeah, like uh, Dekir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is both oh, a blade, blade and an energy. energy weapon. 
and a contaminated cloak, contaminant cloak, which can send an adversary adversary into a temporary stasis void. Interesting. An energy weapon so that's and cool. a, a blade weapon, like that's yeah. really cool. So it's like kind of one of those double weapons that you could attack with and blast with, essentially. And blast with, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. That's cool. And they say a black cloak. Now I wonder if that is a type of uh, moniker that they apply to the commander, or if that's a type of special like creature that they train and breed for this. Like I've never seen a character like this. It doesn't look like the the the, the, Numen, the Shi'ar race of bird people. Nor does it look like any other race I recognize. I mean, closer maybe to, I don't know, I want to say Beta Ray Bill. I don't know. <laughs> Beta Ray Bill? I can't see. He's got a schnoz like Beta Ray Bill, but I don't know. He looks more lizard-like, though. Yeah, yeah, or you're right. Like... Reptilian. Like, more like a dinosaur and less like a bird, yeah. You know, he looks like he's got Dark Crystal. <laughs> dark Crystal character, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, he looks like a Dark Crystal character. What I like that antagonist from Dark Crystal. Jeez, but yeah, I wonder what what's up with them. Like, what if if this is like a lime? Because they they make this whole like point about how like the black cloak is the one and only leader of the the death commandos. Like, if he falls in battle, there's no one besides the field leader who can step up and take control of the whole command. Huh, that's weird. So, what's the point of the college if there's no one that can take his place? Maybe another black cloak. They have to wait till they get replaced. So it's just like you gotta replace the whole team and start over. What if like the black cloak that's that works for you or is originally in charge, like doesn't die for years, and it's like your whole life dream is to become a black cloak, and you're just like, hurry up and die already, man! Like I want to be promoted. Like come on, I got like I got like a hundred other dudes after me. Like this is taking forever. Like fuck, I forget that we live for like four hundred years. Oh, damn. <laughs> the show on the road i've been your understudy for three centuries could you just die <laughs> uh, mm, that's funny yeah. all right uh next is flaw field leader flaw is a biological converted war scroll and the field leader of the shi'ar death commandos he possesses minimal shape shifting Abilities due to the natural incompatibility of his Shi'ar brain and skull body, but is a proven warrior and ruthless killer. Flaw is also a practitioner of third stage Shi'ar meditation techniques and, for ethical reasons, does not eat solid foods. That is interesting. Uh, also, <laughs> I wonder what these minimal shape shifting abilities are that he can well do. Since he's got that cybernetic implant on, like, his head and some parts of his body, I bet those parts are the ones that really can't change, but everything else probably can. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Or maybe um, he can weaponize himself like most uh, scrolls can. Yeah. I wonder what the ethical reasons for not eating solid foods are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he says he practices third stage Shi'ar meditation techniques. Once Does you hit third believe? stage, yeah, maybe that's it. That they leave that at second stage. <laughs> no solid foods anymore. I don't believe in chewing anymore. I I know, like for ethical reasons, solids are a bad thing. That's interesting. Yeah, I just choose. I don't. Uh, it's a weird stance. Solids. He lives on that cayenne. Solids, yeah. He lives on that cayenne lemons or lemon juice and uh, honey diet. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, interesting. And he's pretty, pretty beefy. Pretty beefy, right? He looks. Big. Oh yeah, he's on the same. He's like just a just a few notches under the uh the rock dude, who is gargantuan. Who's as big as everyone, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, why don't you read off Devo or Devo, whatever? Okay, so Devo was a popular late seventies, early eighties yes. alternative band. Uh, they were kind of <laughs> they were kind of the birth of new wave. Uh, their big breakout <laughs> hit was uh, Whip It. Whip it. You know, that classic old timey jam from the eighties. <laughs> they they provide you with the uh, the score for the, the the whole Dark Commando or Death Commando excursion will be scored by that. <laughs> that always reminds me of that episode of Futurama where Devo's in it. They're they're like uh they're mutants from under underground underneath. Oh, from New York. Manhattan, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh, Devo, what do you want us to play? And they're all like, Whip it. They're like, no. And then he, looks his, he turns to his band and he's just like, play the other one. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> like, we were mutants. Uh, good old Devo. Uh, apparently, Devo in this is some sort of classical biological predator who creates his or who creates his own capture mechanism in the form of an impenetrable force field. So, kind of like Uranus the Untouchable, maybe? Along with a acidic digestive <laughs> digestive in the form of a gas that reduces his prey into easily consumable high protein goo. Okay, so like Ooh. an impossible burger or uh, one of those yeah. uh, one of those uh, beyond meat meats. <laughs> there you go. High protein goo. <laughs> and therefore closing it out, and therefore he also does not eat solids, but not for ethical reasons. We have to uh, differentiate between Flaw and Devo. Yeah. <laughs> There's a way <laughs> different reasons why they eat what they eat. I wonder if they share food. That's a like good... It's... Yeah, I'm sure. Even though they're for different reasons. I'm sure he's I... just like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting... let me get some of this. I like that his acidic digestive gas, or digestive uh, uh, mater- material is a gas and not a, like a liquid or goo yeah. itself. Because like with most people, they're like or with most not people, I guess you could have space creatures, but most bugs and things like that, they use like a type of acid that they just spit up out of their mouth. Right. Not like an actual, like a, not, not like a fume or a vapor or a gas or anything. So right. this is, yeah, it's just a fucking cloud that he spits out and it eats you. What a, what a horror movie. Like move over. Blob, right? Next level. It's deep <laughs> under your door. Fuck. I want to see that one shot turned into a horror film or a horror yeah. comic. Yeah. Well, we get we get an interesting rough shot at the end, but not too bad. Not anything on the level of X Force or Wolverine. No, no. yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, moving forward, we get Hypernova. Hypernova is a failed shared guardian of the Hussar class, who can fire energy blasts that disintegrate her target on impact. Hypernova's ability to control the lethality, is that a word? Lethality of her powers is believed to be the reason she failed her guardianship. Despite this, she believes that she has always been too good to be a death commando and has total contempt for her companions. So she's the one that's like, I'm better than this. She's the hipster. Yeah, She's she's like, I wanted to roll around with the actual Imperial Guard. Like, this is bullshit. I can't believe I'm stuck with all these fucking, these rejects. (laughs) It's like, fuck you, lady. You murdered everybody in every training exercise. 
we're out of recruits. (laughs) (laughs) You're going, you're going to the reject class and you're going to like it because you can't stop killing people, bitch. (laughs) I just love that where they're like, all right, do a spark match, dead. (laughs) All right, let's try this again, but less murder. (laughs) One shot, disintegrated. Oh, man. <laughs> what a cool power, though. She's getting right? instant. She's like some sort of like high level, like wizard, like just ray disintegration. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> dust, dust, dust. Damn, just vaporize. Yeah. She's the one shot queen. And I like that because, like, she's just a normal, basic, like, Shi'ar guardian. Like, she's of the, the basic Shi'ar race. She was yeah. that lady that we saw that looked like pretty, pretty standard with the red hair. Yeah, exactly. And, and the hot fucking get digs, man. Look at that. Got, got oh. the tits. She's, tits got more, out. she's got more cleavage than Emma. <laughs> that, indeed, indeed. She had no good taste in, in cleavage fashion. Women, indeed. Indeed. I like it's hypernova, too. She's like, I'm better than a supernova. I'm a hypernova. Yeah. Like, What's, what is that? <laughs> what do you mean? Stop this. Stop. You're not better than us. Fuck off. <laughs> Remember in a bridge where where, where go Gohan ascended to a new level where he's like Gohan is no longer a super saiyan he's a super d super d duper d saiyan or something and then Vegeta was like I'll become a super d duper d duper saiyan instead she's like I'm better than you supernova I'm hypernova ridiculous. Uh, uh, let's move on. Go ahead, read Crate. Oh, this one's gonna be interesting. So, Crate, and this is fun because Crate is a biological experiment of the religious scientists of the Shiara sect. Which uh-huh. is great. Biological yes. experiment of religious scientists. Oh, that, yes. that's this, this guy's gotta have a great life. This is followed by nothing but chaos, <laughs> right. Once a standard type Shi'ar commander, at one point, you know, just a regular commander, nothing crazy, Trait sure, sure. underwent years of experiments and surgeries to become a bird of prey <laughs> with yeah, wings and large, sharp, ta- sharp claws. No so he's flag, the bird yeah. man that we were we were touching on that literally looks like some sort of oh. evil creature. Oh, it's weird. Wow. Great. Crank and fly at speeds approaching escape velocity, so he can almost, you know, break break the planet and fly off. Almost, almost. <laughs> Has superior strength and endurance. After the Shi'ar scientists revealed that crate uh, revealed to crate that the process was irreversible, crate murdered them and converted <laughs> to the of Kithrai. Which is uh, one of the one of the popular religions in the Shi'ar Empire, sure. which violently rejects the duality of the Shi'ar Godhead. Of course, of course, definitely. Oh, what a this story! This all makes sense. This all makes sense from beginning to end. It, it, it's, I'm, is... I'm not surprised. If you would have told me this is who this was, I would have said his life played out like this. <laughs> it fits. <laughs> Bravo, Hickman. Bravo. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. It's like a guy who got a gender change and regretted it, which apparently yeah. is very high. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they do it to children, and then by the time they become adults, they're just like, thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. But this is crazy. This is just 
This is how you do exposition panels. There's no gobbledygook in here about weird no. New Age mysticism. There's there's gobbledygook in here about New Age cultists across the universe. That's the kind of gobbledygook I want to read. <laughs> yeah. I'll it's take not... gobbledygook in the form of like fun and interesting narratives. The other one's too close to home. It's too too not not weird enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, come on. There's it... too many crazy people like this just down the street. There's new age healing experts that would hear that and go, oh, yeah, like, I totally agree with what you're saying sure. here. Not even knowing that it's a comic, entirely fictional. They're just like, no, this, this is, no, they're on this stuff. And they're like, no, it's it's fiction. It's not real. And they're like, oh, my bad. <laughs> no, you're being serious. I totally, well, all right. Talk to me when you're serious because, like, I, this is some good shit. That's <laughs> good. Because the, the, uh, the suns and the moons, they, they, when they align, it makes sense. Too. It's twin everything. Twin moons, twin suns. Yeah. When your planet gets to find an asteroid, there's always a second one. <laughs> God damn it. Oh man. But give me I I'm all behind biological experiments being done by religious scientists. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds like Scientology run amok. <laughs> oh. Uh, I like this that he started out a Scientologist and by the time yeah. Crate was done, he he converted to the to Mormonism. <laughs> He's a devout Mormon. <laughs> Or maybe Jehovah's Witness. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I feel like it's a like a what is it like? A, what are those people called? The uh, uh, I can't think of them right now. Seventh Day Evangelists. Like, I don't know. More like a, they're kind of like not Buddhists. They're like Hasbala. Uh, I can't think of it right now. But yeah, ridiculous humans believing in ridiculous things. Yeah, Colts. you're gonna have to be more Colts. specific than that. <laughs> no, no, that's all of them. Yeah, that's all. That's of them. like ninety nine point nine percent. Insert insert whatever one you want here, because I can't think of it. And yeah. some, something something insert. Yeah, you know the one with the arms and the one with the legs. He's got the face. You know who I'm talking about. You know he has yeah. a torso. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Very well, Kyle. Very well. I was amused like. on the list. <laughs> what a life, Crate. What a life. Yeah. yeah. I like his story. His backstory is the best so far. Yeah. All right. And then we got Offset. Offset is a is from a subterranean species of mantis-like insectoids with six limbs. She has a dislocatable jaw with retractable teeth and possesses a neurotoxin that neutralizes the superhuman abilities of others with uh, with a touch. She can also gain the memories of her victims by severing and injecting her injecting their brains. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Her injecting it with what though? Injecting it with her eggs. Oh, with her eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like hot. a desert wasp. That's hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, tarantula hunters. Yeah. Yeah, that makes Which sense. Which is not a mantis at all but you know whatever at this point when it comes to space bugs we just yeah, take it it works it i'll works. let it fly close enough her species is entirely female and reproduces by laying eggs in the debris uh decapitated Decap bodies of her victims offset has chair uh offset terrible has breath. terrible breath of course oh uh, yeah that makes sense she's decapitated. Her uterus seems like it's in her mouth <laughs> I don't know. She's got some probably rancid like crotch rot going on in there. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Offset is raw. Right. She's like she's like an amalgamation of like every sci-fi bug space horror creature put together. 
I like yeah. that they're like there's a species is sustained off of them going around and laying their eggs in other decapitated bodies. Which is confusing because I'm like, well, what is the point of that? Like, how did that start? This is one hell of a what came first chicken or the egg situation. <laughs> how do you how do you build on that kind of how did that even evolve into this? Like, I know I'm asking way too many questions about something that shouldn't be, but they're just it, this intrigues me. Intrig There's enough here to this character and the species to make me want to know more. Well, I could solve the chicken and the egg question. According to Neil deGrasse Tyson, it's a it's an egg that came from a mutated chicken. Is of most course. likely the case. So well, yeah, that's, that's the easy answer. But this is like this. So is if like that's the case. If if it's a if it's a bug uh, that lays its egg and then another thing, maybe it evolved. Maybe it was like a virus in a in a in a body, and it evolved into like a a multi-celled organism and just exploded within him. After a while, it's just like you give me life, and now I kill you, and I grow, and I live, and I do this. It's like how did it evolve to that point, though? That's a rough symbiotic relationship to like lead into. Like, at what it's point did it make the divergence where it's like instead of just laying our eggs anywhere, we need to lay it in the head of something? <laughs> um, that's a savage life, a, a rough life. You have to live a rough existence, I imagine. What if you're surrounded by a species that has no heads? What do you do? <laughs> Yeah, you go to the asshole or what? Or do they have no neck? Like, what if it's like Barney Rubble and you cut off his head? Like, what do you lay it in then? His chest? <laughs> <laughs> Get back to us, Hickman. <laughs> yeah, probably thinking too hard. Definitely, definitely. But I, I bet you Hickman has answers. We will probably find out even. He's good like that. Uh, okay, read the next one. It's the... The ghost of Sega, the company Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah, it's dead. It's been dead for a while, but the ghost remains, of course. Yeah. So it's it's that essentially that character that we were talking about earlier. That's like the mist cloud with two hands. It's Sega is a yeah. being in a gaseous cloud form who serves as a scout for the uh, Death Commando. Sega is a coward and in a fight cannot be depended on. And the text for this is you know, like a lowered opacity. You can kind of it's translucent, like it seems yeah. like it's faded out. Because, of course, Sega is a gaseous cloud. So, of course, Sega's font would be gaseous as well. It's a weird choice. I wonder uh, the, I guess, purpose of that. It's just, it's not unless it's it's more of a scout. It doesn't actually attack in battle, probably. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole purpose is just to be a scout for the commandos because Sega is such a useless fighter and just a coward that they're just like, tell us where people are, we'll go fight it. Yeah. It just goes Sega. Yeah, that's how you know what it found something. All right, we found something. Follow the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Those commercials where like they'd say Sega really fast, like Sega. Sega, out here. good stuff. Uh, moving on, we got Shell. Shell is an Orthozalith. Zalith, Ortho Zalith, an alien species composed of rock and bred to be a subservient labor class that traditionally operates in high radiation, high gravity worlds. Medically modified for limited cognitive thought, Shell possesses super strength and endurance and can produce contaminant exoshells. Now, aside from it being straight up like a a visual kind of parody of the thing in a few ways 
its overall design and purpose is exactly in a echo of uh, the writing uh, in uh, Huxley's uh, A Brave New World. Because mm-hmm. in society, you have the alpha, beta, and the gamma. The gamma people um, were the humans that were bred to be more subservient, have a high radiation tolerance and a high gravity tolerance because they were sent down to the lower depths of the earth to mine and be workers. So, like, this is totally like a nod to to the uh, the gamma people in uh, Brave New World by Huxley. Brave New World, gotcha. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they had super strength as well and endurance. Now I don't know about this contaminated exoshells. That's different, but I mean that's, that's interesting. Flavor and but every, all this other stuff that's exactly out of a Brave New World right there. Um, I was gonna mention. Uh, I forgot. I already forgot. <laughs> uh, oh, I was gonna mention. Yeah, it just if it's if it's low uh, limited cognitive abilities, uh, is more or less a robot or a drone for them. So, is this technically a part of the group, or is this just a drone? Like, couldn't they just get like twenty of these then? Yeah, that's one of the things I was wondering. Is that maybe like this was the one they have on Lender? Maybe they're in like a high demand. They're they're difficult to manufacture, <laughs> so they're like, we'll give you one for now. The rest we need because we got we have money to make. Right. Uh, okay. I mean, the Shi'ar are constantly at war, so it's one of those things where it's like uh, wars are expensive. They probably have these people working all around the universe, and this is one they have Lender to them. They're like, we round out the team. We'll give you one of the shell guys. The the was it the or or Orthozalith? Yeah. Orthozalith? Yeah, that's a, that's a tongue twister. Orthozalith. There you go. There you go. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead. Read the last uh, and final member. Now, I think this is a guy that's kind of either like Deadshot or like uh, looked like a Deathstroke. But he's called Warshot, and he's an exiled Kree weapon master. Who is who specializes in advanced energy weapons and like all Kree weapon masters because everybody knows all Kree weapon masters. He is a skilled sharpshooter and gunman, and a long range marksman, and capable of advanced combat in most scenarios. Not all, but most. Warshot mm-hmm. is was exiled from New Hala sixty cycles ago. Wow, sixty cycles. So maybe cycles are longer than I thought. But sixty cycles ago for crimes of rebellion sedation and illegal arms trade sounds like a fun hmm. tuesday but yeah war shot so maybe he's going off of dead shot he does kind of have a little bit i don't know he looks yeah. more like death stroke than dead shot yeah he does for sure maybe, they're, maybe he's going they're going for a death strokes design and dead shot's name <laughs> also i thought kree weren't allowed in sheer space uh well he's an exile kree so i think that's one of those things does that take count? Him in. yeah He's super okay. short for a Cree. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Unless he's unless he's the who's the bald guy with the, the goggles? I thought that was the uh, Devo. Yeah. I think that might be. Or is uh the tiny guy, Devo. I don't know. Maybe that weird wall of like things that look like mice aren't a part of the rock dude, and that's Devo. Weird. 
because uh, I could tell who Hypernova is. I could tell who Crate is. Offset mm-hmm. is that's easy. That's a rock dude. Sega, that's right. easy. Shell. Yeah. I don't think we get everyone here. Huh. Very well, interesting. There you go. Hickman leaving you leaving you wondering more. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, folks? But moving on, uh, we go one day later and we get Mondo hanging out with uh, uh, what's his face? Chamber. Chamber. But I keep the real reason why we're all here, Mondo, finally. Mondo. The only reason I this read is my man. Yeah, this is what I want. Breakout spotlight of this whole Dawn of X series, Mondo. Move over, Golden or Golden Balls and Eggman. <laughs> Mondo's yeah. here. Uh, the and, guy that uh, I keep forgetting is involved in this. I'm like, oh yeah, Mondo's on the new. Mondo's on this, yeah. I keep forgetting Chamber. I wish yeah, you Chamber's, did, or Chamber's name. Chamber, I don't. Yeah, I only know him as Chamber, the guy who's like a wannabe like Steve Con character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. Razriel, is that dude's name? Yeah. That's funny. Um, Cambridge should stay in the 90s where he belongs. <laughs> yeah. For real. Um, but they're they're hanging out. They're just all like, we get uh, them like talking about how they should have stayed home or we could have stayed home. Chamber thinks that because Chamber thinks like, that. Dude, look at all, all the excitement. Look at, yeah, look at all this. Look at all this stuff. Yeah. And I dig these girls. They're pretty cool. Except for Ileana. She's an animal as Chamber chimes in. And, he, and yeah. Mondo's like, yeah, totally an animal. And he's like, what about the guys? And he's like, all kind of kind of dicks and weird. Especially Doug. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then you have this weird Tommy Wiseau moment where he's like, oh, hey, look, a Stargate. <laughs> oh, hi, oh, hi, Stargate. Hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Stargate. <laughs> oh. I don't like the guys. I never liked them. I didn't. Oh, hi, Stargate. Oh, hi, Stargate. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting moment because we're going to see, like, the conversation happening in the foreground is kind of not the story being told. What's happening is what's going on in the background with the Stargate and what's about to happen, more or less. I mean, the story counts, too. Their banter's cool. They're teenagers. We care about their broodingness, right? I, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I didn't really want to know about Mondo and Chamber going into New Mutants, but if I have to, I guess I can I can take a little bit of interest. But really, it's it's all forced. It's more of just like end of the next page. <laughs> then you're gonna love the end of this issue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe there could be a, there could be a psych out, but we'll see. Oh, I sh- I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Um, I mean, it is. They're mutants. Well, uh, so resurrection protocols aside, I mean, it could all still be another psych out. Yeah. We might not even need the resurrection protocols, but uh, no, I won't spoil anymore. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. I actually did read. I do, I, I do know what happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff does happen. Damn it. Um, well, there goes that. Um, <laughs> but... Um, this is where we get. Uh, it looks like they're on the 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 bridge of the ship, and uh, they're just all like, "Yo, this thing, there's a gate. It's here, and it's sending codes." 
and it wants to send this uh, cargo on board, pretty much. And then it instantly like jams their the communications more or less. Well, don't don't gloss over Doug trying to help out because they oh, yeah. send, uh, like, the access code. Yeah, he's like, oh, can I send the access code to get us in? I know it. I know how to do it. And, and Smasher's like, don't touch anything. You just leave <laughs> us alone. And just sit yeah. there and be quiet, Doug. And Doug's like, ah. I never get to be yeah. relevant. This <laughs> like, oh, I don't get it's to the do 80s all over again. <laughs> I never get to do anything. <laughs> Uh, but we get uh, who is this? Guthrie and and uh, and Bobby. Yeah, yeah. And there, he's just all like, uh, he's like, don't do it, don't do it. And he's just all like, gotta do it. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. And what they're pretty much referring to, or we get a what's her face come in. Yeah, Smasher comes in. Uh, Smasher comes in. She's just like, "What? What do you want? What do you? Or what are you guys talking about? What do you? Don't do what?" And he's like, tell, oh, tell, her. "Tell her." He's like, "I am gonna go talk to Ladybird, that hot Ladybird." <laughs> it's pretty much just like, "I want to smash that. I want to figure yeah. out how to smash that." Oh, <laughs> uh, I like that angle too of just him pointing over at her, and they're just like right behind her, and I'm like, yeah. I'm sure, with her she bird senses, she can hear them." <laughs> I like his smile too. Where he's like, gonna tuck that hot ladybird. Yeah, I'm gonna go do some uh, some conservation. <laughs> you don't understand. I have a species to save. Get out of my way. <laughs> yeah, and Smasher's just so like uh, hot or not. She's like a empress, pretty much. She's out of your league, yeah. and he's just so like I disagree. I love powerful women. I respect them. He high roads the shit out of her. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's all like, you know, she has a he has a kid, or she has a kid, right? And he's just all like, hey, yeah. What's not to love? Powerful woman, single moms. I love it. <laughs> it's a hard job. I respect you even more now. <laughs> that didn't even to cheer him, it just emboldened no, him. It did. It did. And he's just like, wish me luck. And he just you see him uh you see, uh, what's his name? He's Sam. Solo. Sam. I keep forgetting names. Uh, Sam's just like, I don't know if we, if we, if we didn't know him, if we didn't love him, and then Smasher chimes in, and she's like, yeah, we'd kill him. Kill him. We'd have and to so, kill him. He'd be dead. He's dead. He would be dead. He would not last. These are some crimes you're enacting against the Empire. You would be dead. <laughs> you don't hit on a former magistrate of the, of the Shi'ar Empire. That's like, that's like trying to put the moves on a previous like an imperial leader or president, you know? Yeah. Secret Service to be all over that shit. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Um, yeah. But here we go. We get Bobby. He, he goes up. He, he does this thing. He does his, uh, he has a Spider-Man moment. He's just like, hey, I'm Bobby. And she's cold. She's not having it at all. And then she kind of, he keeps talking, right? He talks about, uh, what does he talk about? He talks he about gets, his powers. He gets her his much. like Tinder profile or something like. Yeah. His, like, his fucking plenty of fish fucking like bio. <laughs> yeah. He says a little bit about me. Powered by the sun. Any sun will do. Super strength. Other cool stuff. Great fighter. Better lover. Better lover. <laughs> and I should probably mention that I'm super rich. I buy small countries. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. 
And then uh, she actually responds, right? She's like, I'm, I'm Kelsey of the A and the blood of the blood of the ancient house of Nirmani. And she's just all like, we are not rich. We are wealthy. I'd buy planets. It is a big deal. <laughs> Throwing it right back at him. Shuts him down. Well, That's yeah. impressive. That was but like, it, wow. <laughs> but it's Bobby, so it doesn't really shut him down. And he's just no, like, but she, she, she's like, yeah. That's his counter argument. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as this happens, as this failed attempt at flirting happens, uh, we get uh, the bridge again, pretty much, right? Uh-huh. And they're just all like, Smasher, we got a problem. This guy freaks out like hardcore for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I love his face compared to Smasher to the and, the other, and the other uh, Shiar, like, uh, pilot or transport uh, it, uh, expert or whoever they're supposed to be. Like, he's just super right. chill. Like, the navigator's, like, freaking out, but the actual pilot's like... Oh. Pilot's fine, yeah. Smasher's like, what is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and this is where we find out they kind of jammed all their, uh, all their things. Jammed their comms. And uh, pretty much uh, are going to board their plane. Plane? Board their ship. Yeah, their their small little transport shuttle. Because they're yeah. being blockaded by like an Imperial Dreadnought. So this thing is like beast. It's in the shape of a gun almost. <laughs> it pretty much is in the shape of a gun. It's ridiculous. It's a space gun or a gun you would pick up on Borderlands or something? I don't even know. <laughs> Super sci-fi. Uh that's a Halo weapon right there. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's definitely got kind of that vibe. Totally. Um, but uh we cut to uh essentially the uh the 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 group, the what are they called again? Yeah, the, the Death, Death Commandos. Commandos. Yeah. The Task Suicide Squad. Task Force yeah. Task Force, uh Suicide Squad. What are we, some kind of uh knockoff of a knockoff of a knockoff? <laughs> Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> and by by that, we mean you are a particular group that plays the particular trope role of a particular comic book uh, organization. <laughs> so enjoy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we cut to, uh, yeah, they're just... Uh... He's pretty much just all like the, the comms are locked. Uh, they're kind of just planning, right? You, 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 you start the boarding party. You make sure their signals jammed. You two return to the ship and get Deathbird, and pretty much more or less that's all that's happening. He's just yeah, like, kind of telling everyone their plans here. Yeah, Black Cloak is using his his spot as like the strategic commander of the death commandos to like just issue out specific orders to each person and have them like work as a team it seems like shit's about to pop off and you're like oh man oh man what's happening this is what's gonna happen yeah getting exciting i like this exactly so things are about to happen they're about to start an assault pretty much uh but we cut to the uh, the new mutants kind of just hanging out. They don't seem to be understanding what's happening more or less at this point. And and they're just like, "What's up? What's up? And what's they, going it, on?" It's, I heard a ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> and 
what uh, what's going on? They're back on the bridge, and uh, this is when they're just like they, they we can't we can't get a hold of their signal. We don't know what's happening, and this Tom's is are encrypted. Things are jammed. Things are yeah. Things are encrypted. Things are jammed, and this is when Douglas is just all like you 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 told me not to touch anything, but I'm 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 gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, he says, I'm "Oh, well, you got an encryption." A little, bit of a, a little bit of a secret code you can't little, get through. A little bit of a jam. A little bit of a code you can't encrypt. A little bit you of need a old, bit. You need old uh, Dougie to decipher some code for you? Yeah. Oh, fuck you. I'm off the clock. Funny. <laughs> 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 I don't want to okay. do it. <laughs> no. no, I'm not going to do it anymore. not going to do I it. I want to go back to Krakoa where I'm respected. <laughs> I'm on the quiet council. I will not take this. <laughs> <laughs> But this is uh, a great moment. This is this yeah. is a great moment too, where he's just like, okay, yeah, 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 chatter, chatter. Hmm, okay. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. So it's the Shear Death Commando, and they're they're sending more vessels and like two more, and oh, uh, oh, and they're gonna kill us. <laughs> they're gonna board us. <laughs> we're gonna. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> kill us all. We're, we're we're pretty much they're pretty much here to murder us. So yeah. uh, that's what I figured out. What do we do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, as this is happening, um, we're still getting, uh, Bobby kind of, like, talking to, talking to her, but everyone else kind of comes in, and they're all, like, they're pretty much coming, they kind of get why they're here, they're all, like, uh, yeah, they're coming to kill me, pretty much, of course. Yeah, they're they're gonna kill everybody to cover up killing Warbird, because there can be no, no witnesses. Yeah, and they're just like, why would they do that? They sent me here, or they they uh, they sent us on this mission to begin with. Why would they do this? More or less. Yeah, because uh, Smasher points out that the Chandler sent her on this mission. So why would they kill her? And some sort of subterfuge is happening where Warbird's pointing out maybe they don't want a, Numen- a Numenari on the phone, or a, a Numarian on the phone, yeah. or not on the throne again. Yeah, they exactly. want the bloodline. Yeah, they want to keep that bloodline out. So obviously, this is what's going on. And they're like, "Fuck, we're in some deep political shit that we didn't yeah, even realize." Yeah, we why are we involved in, in this shit? <laughs> the humans has stepped in it now. Uh, and then we get a uh, we get Bobby just like doing his thing, still, still, still doing his thing, not even paying attention to the situation. Just like, don't worry, I'm not gonna let anything happen to you. Yeah. I'm not gonna let that happen. Pretty much. And this, this is also a great moment too, right here. We get a, uh, uh, we get Eliana Rasputin, and she she just snaps in the battle mode. She's like, "All right, let's do this. You here we go. I'm in charge. This is what we're gonna do. This is the thing." And <laughs> so it's, she's like, "What's it's a different spot for for you know?" <laughs> Ileana, like it's weird yeah. seeing magic take this role. But it let's step true. back for a moment. Do you notice that panel where Bobby's leaning and whispering to her? She's so rebuffed by what he said that she literally looks like she's being drawn in a different comic book. Almost. It looks bad. <laughs> it's so different. Like his his weird form of flirtation has put her on a whole different Ooh. spectrum. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, what is happening here? This is like that stuff in the first panel and then in the previous issues that we talked about. But it, yeah, it happens. 
But that's quickly overshadowed by how awesome Magic is right here in this moment, which is rare because <laughs> she's normally like, and I noticed that they mentioned before that she's a field commander technically yeah. uh, in a way. And I'm like, but why? It feels like she would be kind of radical, but here it seems like she knows what she's doing. It's just, it's unique for her character. This is different. It is different for sure. But I, I like, I like that. She just kind of snaps into it. She's like, all right, let's do it. I'm ready. I've, I've been training. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know, what's tougher than growing up in limbo? You know, if you grow up in the Middle East, that's probably makes you pretty hard. But how hard are you going to be compared to somebody who grew up in the realm of limbo? I mean, she's probably super prepared and on edge all the time to a point where it makes her good at being able to deal with quick and deep and fucked up things. You know, yeah. like if a if a hole rips open to hell or something like that, and demons are pouring out, you want Iliana on the front line because she's like, "I know how to deal with this." Everyone, just listen. <laughs> We're gonna get through <laughs> this. Remember your training. Remember your training. She's just going crazy. She keeps saying, "Remember your training." They're yeah. all like, "What is happening? What's going you on?" You never taught us anything. <laughs> yeah. And then he is like, "Don't worry, don't worry." She's a captain. It's a Krakoan thing. Yeah, I know. Like, Smasher's like, a captain of what? And, uh, but yeah, more or less, uh, she's still kind of like telling Danny where to go and, uh, what to expect and, uh, and kind of just telling, putting everyone in a position, more or less. Same as the panel with the, uh, commandos. They were, they were kind of being placed in their positions for battle. This is what's happening here with them, more or less. This is a great buildup. Hickman is doing a wonderful job of progressing this buildup here. Like it's it's getting real exciting. I'm on like the edge of my seat when I was going through this and just like, oh, they're gonna throw down and they're ready. They're assembling their forces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we uh she she tells them all to go and they, they kinda head out, do their thing, do their running off moment. And uh, she kind of smashes kind of behind, and she's she's like, "As for you," and uh, this is where she's just kind of like, just kind of like share share stuff. Yeah, and, well, she's like, "Hey, hold your horses. This is a Shiar vessel. Doing yeah, Shiar business under Super Guardian control. You don't boss me around at all." Pretty much, and she's like, "I am." <laughs> or wait, no, she's like, I, I, I'm sure you think you're tough. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I am. But I have mission orders. What did she say? I have a mission. She has orders and a mission to do myself. And, and basically, Ileana says, don't worry, it's fine. Your mission essentially continues as the same. You keep her safe, and you guys are going to be the last line of defense if they get through us. So... Do what you must, but we're going. To, I'm taking it to the battlefield, and she summons her her arcane sword and leaps in, or just a portal rises up upon her like like a wave coming up from the ground. Yeah, it's pretty badass moment. Oh, super oh. badass! Yeah. That's very iconic, Ileana, right there. That's that's the Ileana I like. That that like no fear, no wavering, just like oh, I got this, and I'm about to bring the business. Yeah, and this is where uh, uh, Sunspot's like, uh, where are you going? And she's all like, I'm going to take care of the other boarding party. And this is where she kind of just phases out through her portal. Badass moment. Good moment. Yeah. 
I and played. There are two boarding parties that one team of most of the new mutants are going to deal with, and Ileana's going to go deal with the other one by herself. Exactly. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then this is where we go back to Chamber and Mondo, and they're still hanging out. Uh, Chamber gives Mondo a space drink. Um, and they're like, yo, you want to go hang out in, like, the cargo bay with some alien chicks? Yeah, because Karma hits up Mondo and sends him that telepathic message where she's like, hey, you know, they want us to meet up in the cargo bay to deal with those aliens. I'm on my way there right now. You guys should join us. And they're just like, no! (laughs) Yeah. Fuck that. Do you want to fight him? No. Do you want to fight him? No. We got our space drinks. Let's drink our space drinks. Yeah. Pretty much. So, like, we're pacifists. To pacifism. And whatever keeps us out of space jail. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh. And, uh, we get the... Yeah, how is he... Uh, Mondo yeah. mentions, how yeah. are you gonna drink this without a mouth? Very carefully is what and Chamber says, says. Very carefully. And that's not an answer. I want that answer. Oh, I, I kind of don't. I bet it's all gargly <laughs> and full of, like, up and off. Don't. I gotta go. Oh, how do you swallow? (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's just like, oh man, I remember that. Chokes it down. It's like that episode of uh, South Park with Britney Spears. Oh Jesus! It's just like her going. If if Britney Spears and Chamber in that episode could get together, they'd make a full face. They would. They would. (laughs) Match made right there. Uh, but as this is happening, there's a giant ass ship approaching them that they don't even notice. That's kind of on them. Well, no, they. I think they notice it. They're just kind of, they're kind of cavalier about it. It's like, oh, hey, a spaceship with a giant <laughs> gun pointed towards us. Not in it for this. <laughs> We're in it for the weird purple and green space dreams. Yeah. Um, but then we cut to. Uh, Part of the commandos, and they're 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 making their way in. Pretty much, uh, the scroll one is is kind of like, all right, we're in, and they're kind of planning where they're going. Pretty much, yeah, he's creating like a holographic uh, map of the location that they're trying to uh, scout out. Yeah, um, so Law's leading this uh, assault because he's that scroll guy, and and they're pretty much looks like they boarded without any issues, but we quickly find that. Magic was ahead of him. <laughs> yep. And Magic is just like, well, that certainly sounds like a plan. And she's just hanging out, leaning on the wall, listening to them. And she's just all like, you know, the thing about plans is that they're only good until they're not, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then she has the weirdest like question for all of them. Yeah, this is this is this is a great moment. Uh, story like I love this like panel wise and like story wise and pacing wise, it's great. Kind of weird for her character though. Yeah, but it's a great moment. She's just like, "Do you want to make out with me?" And she's pointing to the scroll, and he's like, "Nah, nah, I don't, I don't want to make out with you." Then points to the insect dude. Do you want to make out with me? And he, he responds, "Not enough arms." Well, she because their their whole race is just women. Remember, there are no dudes; yeah. just heads to leg eggs in. Yeah, exactly. So she's got <laughs> enough, not enough arms, but she's got a good head, so that she yeah. can check past. 
<laughs> and then uh, Magic's like, do you want to make out with me? And this is pointed towards Hypernova. Hypernova. Yep, yeah. And then she's like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the comedy like, is always great in, yeah. in fucking new views. It's like, this is great. It's like this note to end on. Hey, yeah, a little bit. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm working. Um, I'm working, yeah. So she wants to, but she's not. She's not making it happen right now. Yeah. Um, and then Magic's like, "All right, cool. That's all I needed to hear, pretty much. You chose poorly. Um, summons her sword. Yeah. And she says she's here to either fuck or fight. She's yeah, I'm here to fuck or fight. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm like, what is Magic? Who is? When was she like subverted by like Harley Quinn in a, bear, a weird suicide movie? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> totally. Or like, but this is like they. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and all out of bubble gum. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. Maybe she's she's she she's sexually active now. She's she's ready to meet years in limbo has left her too repressed and she's like you know i want to get out there in the world i want to sow some oats man (laughs) and i thought these weird malgamation alien creatures were were totally down for it (laughs) but i like the transition into like well quick question as a follow-up any of you human and they all say no and that's like it's just like now we're talking yes because she can't because the rules don't yeah Krakoa stated, no humans, but other things. Which is weird because then it's like it's a great you know, there's thing. a lot of there's a lot of creatures even on Earth that aren't human, not only from just the animals, but you go to like different weird subspecies and things like that. Are the mole men humans? <laughs> <laughs> the mole men. Uh, I forget about the mole men. The inhumans are obviously not human. It's in their name. They're inhuman. They are inhuman. Uh, we don't talk about them, though. That's true. We're not allowed to. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, that, that is weird, right? It is It is kind of a weird gray zone. And then she's going to probably tell this story one day, and they're all like, yeah, I mean, technically you didn't kill a human, but you, you kind of killed someone. Yeah, it's still murder. <laughs> it's still kind of murder. You knew what you did. We we'll probably have to create a law because of you. Yeah, great. Yeah, we'll put an addendum. <laughs> We're already putting addendums and like cliff notes up in this like weird bill of rights we've made. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, uh, she whips out her sword. She makes sure they're not human, and we cut to uh, the dead shot, Deadpool, dead. Um, the DC knockoff character, and he just all like, "We lost three. <laughs> they're gone." So she killed them. She murdered them. Yeah. Instantly. Warshot, I think that's what his name was, Warshot. Warshot, yeah. Warshot. Yeah, Black black Coat's just like, what about the other team? (laughs) And we get, uh, Karma is just having a good time. She's just like, and punch yourself. Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. Punch yourself. Punch yourself. We get Rain just hanging out like. Probably been done. Oh, Wolfsbane. Uh, yeah, we, she's just hanging out. Uh, probably just like grooming herself. Yeah, she's she done. She finished her fight. She's chilling. She's yeah, relaxing. She's, she's sitting chilling. on top of the dude as he's like laid out on the floor, and she's just like cleaning her nails. <laughs> I I do like uh, Danny's approach to using her psychic bow to actually hunt. 
the bird, like to shoot the bird down the side at the sky. Yeah, he looks like he's so much paid too. He's like, ah. Oh, it's good times. It's good times, and it's uh, it's it's funny to see uh, this. I guess this task force taken out pretty quickly, more or less. Um, so she's she's still telling uh telling uh the rock monster to punch himself and then she goes now tell me something nice and he's just all like your your skin's too soft but i like your shiny leg and then he she's like punch yourself ko <laughs> she can't she literally has a ko moment while he, yeah. he he's knocked down she's just she, like charlie look at her yata yeah <laughs> she's doing the pose and everything it's funny. everything it's great Oh, that's a good times. Um, and the dude's just all like, "Yeah, there's more down." And what is he? I don't get what he means. No joy there sh- either. Should should I orbit? So he's pretty much, yeah, they're dead. Should we? Should yeah, we go? yeah, yeah. Nothing good's working there either. That's essentially what he's saying. Yeah, he's like, he's like, should we take it? Should we just fucking vaporize him? Like, what's yeah, what's should we just shoot? Shoot him. We got a giant yeah. gun. Should we just yeah, we could have just done this already. And then Black Cloak's like, "Yeah, yeah, just do it, man. Fuck just you. do it. Yeah, making me look like all this build up to those guys being badass. Like, oh, the introduction to the the Death Squad or the Death Commandos, and they're done. Yeah. <laughs> they blow the shit. <laughs> Numians, Death Death Commandos, fucking just blood blown up, and we're we're cut to this panel of just. Uh, Mondo chamber and like a bunch of other like bodies floating out in space, which apparently there were way more Shiar piloting that ship than I or manning that ship than I realized. Yeah, that crew Lots was a lot Shiar. bigger. Yeah, just kind of like peppered around uh, Mondo and chamber floating in space, and you're just like, eh. But see, only a good section of the ship bro- blew up. Yeah. There's still a decent chunk left. So I could feel that, like, you know, maybe the majority of the other new mutants are held up in those other places and are doing fine. But I'm pretty confident that, like, Mondo and Chamber are probably dead. But that's just from looking at this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what happens next, except for me, because I, I think I've read a little bit ahead. So, yeah, um, yeah things happen. But, but, yeah. but we get yeah. a buildup. And a payoff and a cliffhanger, because that's yeah. how he can do. It knows how to do it. He yeah. knows how to build things in the in the in the issue as it's going along. He knows how to pay off on that stuff and leave you with a cliffhanger instead of just spending a whole issue of building and closing out real quick on a cliffhanger like freaking Excalibur and Marauders did the last time we read those. Like this is mm. like the antithesis of that. Like this is how it should be done. And, and yeah. besides those two little points, or three little points, like the first panel, uh, Calark's um, cape, and then that one scene with uh, Deathbird, or Warbird, uh, after Bobby talked to her, those were the only issues. The rest of the uh, the art was really good. I enjoyed yeah, it a lot. Yeah, it was fun. Not too, not too bad. Not too abrasive. Fun enough. Not too sloppy. Except, like I said, on his... I don't know what's going on in the back of his cape, man. It looks like he just went scribbly. <laughs> scribbles and scribbles. Like he sneezed while trying to like outline it. <laughs> it's like, man, okay. I'm not erasing. I was taught by Bob Ross, there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. <laughs> <laughs> A happy hmm. little cape. Hmm. 
what was your favorite moment in this though? What was the the highlight? Favorite moment was uh, I don't know if I'm gonna say it was the response to Hypernova when when uh, Magic's just like you want to make out and she's like yeah yeah a little. <laughs> I was like, oh, that, that was good. Kind of a twist because, like, like, the way it built up, like, that was a perfect crescendo into that level of like, that was good comedic timing. Yeah, the urgency. Yeah. yeah, my favorite moment came out right after that when she's like, "Are any of you humans?" And they're like, "No." And she's like, "Now we're talking." Yeah, magic gonna do some magic, make your limbs disappear. Yeah. And then, and then my final favorite moment would have had to been when it, we saw Mondo floating out in space, lifeless with Chamber, and I'm like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah! Finally! He's gone! Cleaning house! I know they're just gonna resurrect him no matter what, or fake out, but still, I like ending on this note. It makes you happy seeing them suffer. It's like, I want to read the next issue not to find out if he's alive, but to find out if he's dead. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anything that you didn't besides the artwork? Anything else? Anything else that you didn't like or didn't enjoy? Um, I thought Magic's character progression was a little off, but I still enjoyed it for the most part. I mean, that might just be a nitpick because I haven't like really read anything with her in it since like going back like ten years ago. Dawn of X is the only thing I've read her in. Like, I stopped reading her when she got that design change. Like, the one she has now, that weird, like, where she has those, like, head pieces and has that yeah. armor. Like, yeah. I, I stopped reading her before she even started dressing like that. Like, the magic, I remember, had, like, more, like a kind of, like, a lighter armor, sometimes silver or gray. But I don't remember it ever being black like that. But, yeah, you know, I still like, I like the way her character was portrayed for the most part. I just thought it was unique, her progression. And, uh, yeah, like, uh there really wasn't anything I can remember from the writing. I mean, it's Hickman. Everything was good. I'm still Hickman. confused as who was the the bald guy, but... Oh, right. Yeah, Which one was, a, was it? Little confusion. I think he's... I think he's Devo. I think he's Devo. But why does he turn things into a high-protein goo? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, the guy with the red goggles might be Devo. Because I can account for everyone else. That's easy. Yeah. <sighs> That's going to frustrate me. Yeah. I mean, he uh, has to be Devo. Yeah. Who else could be then? Unless we're mistaking Warshot, but I think Warshot's pretty clear. I mean, he's got guns on his back. He has to be Warshot. So, Devo kind of, you know what? He kind of looks a little bit like Brainiac. So maybe I am getting more of a vibe from of him mm, being Devo. Mm, mm. That makes sense. He does have that kind of old school Brainiac. Well, he, he looks like Brainiac if Brainiac and Mister Dr. Freeze were fused together. Because he's got the Dr. Freeze goggles. Dr. Freeze goggles, but does he have a sad, tragic backstory with a wife? Uh, I mean, I don't think so, because he's a a classical biological predator. 
So he's very he's from the Renaissance era. <laughs> he's from the Victorian. He's a Victorian era biological predator. Back when they made them more they're more classic in their design. Mm. But yeah. yeah, I don't know what's up with Devo, but you know, I, I I think that's hilarious that that Hickman would build up all these people and then pull the rug out from underneath us. I bet he was laughing hard at the end of this issue where he's like, ah, they were worthless. I killed off most of them. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that the death commandos were going to be important because he knows that people like us pay attention to his writing and know that when he makes little nods about things yeah. that he's going to circle back to him. And I think this was one of those times where he was fucking with us as like the Hickman so. fans. Like not even just the X-Men fans, but the Hickman fans. Like this was totally like, I got you. Aha. Now you're going to subvert your expectations when you read my shit, aren't you? Ha! I'm like, yeah, yeah, I will, Hickman. It's easy, man. Take it easy. <laughs> You've always subverted my expectations. You don't have to be mean. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was funny. I, I really enjoyed this issue. I, I like this issue a lot. The small little yeah. bits aside, I, overall, great issue. This is the new mutants I wanted. Yeah. I dug it. I was happy to get back to this uh, storyline. Unfortunately, we will be back to Nebraska next week. uh, Our next uh, New Mutants issue. Get excited for that, folks. Woo! Some deaths. Well, we know that there's at least a conclusion to it by next time because Armor is in uh, X-Men issue 5. So, yes. Wrap that one up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she was in an issue five, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she's in issue five. It's like a main, uh, kind of like a main character. Okay, that should be fun. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think. Do you like the Nebraska storyline, or do you like the Shiar space storyline, and why do you like the Shiar one better? Let us know. I'd love to hear a rational argument about how Nebraska is more entertaining than Shiar Space, but you know, hey, I've heard great you, know, you never know. You never know. Let us know if that's the case, folks. But that'll do it this week. Be sure to like us on Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and uh, your podcast platform of choice. But that will do it for us this week, folks. Remember, remember, Danny, remember, the robots are going to kill you. So hit on all the ladies, even if they might kill you. <laughs> exactly. You never know. You got nothing to lose. You got nothing you to lose. You got nothing to lose, folks. Nothing <laughs> at all. Be more like the new mutants. Yeah, if they're not going to take you down, the Technovirus sure will, so... It sure will, folks. Now yeah. it's time. If you haven't been living now, time is uh, is, is knocking at your door. You need to answer. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but yeah, go away now. We're going to leave. Bye. <laughs>